Hey guys, it's Alexia James, and this is Diary of a 20-something, a podcast that is going to dive into the experiences of being in your 20s and trying to figure it out. The wins, the failures, the heartaches, and the struggles with everything in between. Welcome back to Diary of a 20-something. The first thing I want to say is thank you. Thank you so much for listening to episode one, for sharing it, for retweeting it, for giving me your feedback. I appreciate it so much. And the support has been really overwhelming and humbling. So I just want to thank everybody again. So I want to start with a small story. So I actually recorded this podcast last week. And it was about 22 minutes long and the entire thing just deleted. It saved as like a text document or something like that. And I was literally, <laughs> I felt so heartbroken because I'm like, did I really just put in all my time and effort into this? And it just <laughs> disappeared. But after a couple experiences during any week since then, I realized that Those things are so minute in the grand scheme of things. And we have this habit of taking the smallest thing that can literally just be acknowledged and we move on. But we like to magnify it and make it so much more of a problem or issue than it really is. So that was the lesson that I took out of that. And I really wanted to just share that. But on to the topics of today's podcast. I have a couple. <laughs> um, the first one is, do we actually have time to mess around in our 20s? So this was a question I got from one of my Twitter followers. And it's interesting because we feel so rushed these days. We feel so rushed to have success, be financially stable, you know, and it puts a lot of pressure on us, you know? Like, you feel pressured to have, to be living your best life and have everything all together. But the truth is, everything takes time. And unless you've been hustling since you're 16 or something every day towards this grand goal that you've had, we're all here still trying and still trying to forge our own parts, regardless of if you're in your 20s or you're 18 or 14 or you know, you're middle-aged, you know, we're all still working towards our goals and we really need to stop being so hard on ourselves. Yes, of course, hold ourselves accountable, but why are we literally persecuting ourselves because it's taken a little more time and effort than we expected? So I really think we need to have gratitude in these small steps that we've taken. And even if you think that there's more that you can do, instead of complaining about the more that you can be doing, actually do it. Put small decisive tasks in place so that you can be consecutively working towards these goals. So, yeah, don't feel pressured. Like, I feel pressured sometimes and I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I not Insta-famous yet? You know, but everything takes time and we must be appreciative of ourselves regardless of the point 
or stage that we're at, we must be thankful because we forget that life is so fragile. Like the things that we're worrying about and we make such a big issue of when you sit and think about somebody just waking up and then they have a random heart attack and they're gone and then you need situations like that to put things in perspective and really every single day it's a blessing so don't feel pressured and I think your 20s is the time to just try things try new things like it doesn't have to be what you're studying in school if you have an interest in creating stuff or creating photography or videography or anything just try it like at this point in your life you have nothing to lose you know a lot of us you know we don't have children we don't have families to take care of of course yes some people have different obligations within their families but try it try it there's nothing you can lose so that's the thing, that's the point I'd make in terms of having time to mess around in your 20s. Of course, enjoy your life. Every day you should enjoy your life. But don't feel like you can sit on your hands and just wait for something to fall in, fall in your lap. Like you need to take definitive and decisive action towards the feeling that you want, towards the goals that you want. Um, the other point that... I'm going to talk about this. It's from another Twitter follower is finding your purpose or passion and being a part of something bigger than yourself. So a lot of times and a lot of content we see talks about passion and purpose and people ask, how do you find it? And I actually had a conversation with somebody recently because that person still feels lost in terms of their passion on as they called it, their guiding light, you know. And it's interesting because we all want to know our passion, but what are we doing to actively find this passion or sense of purpose, you know? So if you don't have the foresight to make a concerted effort to find clarity, you, you're constantly going to be in a state of not knowing your passion and not knowing your purpose because you actually haven't sat down and had a conversation with yourself about, okay, what do I want? What do I fear? What do I wish I could change in my own life that I could help change in others? What can I add to somebody else's life? What can I add to my own life? And then from that, add to somebody else's life, you know? And I know that you have to take care of yourself before you can serve anybody else. And we forget that a lot of the time. We put ourselves a second. But I listened to a podcast with Maya Angelou yesterday. And she was like, I need to make sure that I'm okay before I can serve anybody else. And it's so true. You need to have that clarity within yourself and say, okay. Even if it's just writing out the points or the things that make you smile or 
kiss makes you so excited and enthused whenever you do it and it gives you those feelings and then you can then better refine the things that you're passionate about so that give you purpose because I think I'm still on a journey in terms of finding my purpose but I know that I definitely want to help people and right now I'm trying to do that through my voice and my words um and it's because sharing stories has a unique way of giving people representation because of course in the media and in content and in people's posts sometimes you don't see representation of how you are feeling how you might look how you might think and I think one of my purpose purposes in life probably use the wrong pluralization of that word I'm not sure but yeah is telling a story to help somebody even if it's just inspiring them a little bit or motivating them a little bit that just it sets my soul on fire and it makes me so happy because there would have been different points in my life where I wish I could have had that for myself and it's not like I didn't have great friends or good parents but it's so hard to explain your situation sometimes and then let it be taken with as much intention and seriousness as you'd want it to be and not just okay some small little phase in your life that you're gonna get over but just having somebody that understands I think that's really important and it just makes me want to produce endless podcasts and just share different perspective because we are all going through it so that's my advice in terms of finding your purpose you need to actively seek your purpose actively do things that make you happy and that set your soul on fire and if you don't know what those things are yet try new things and don't be afraid to try new things don't be afraid to ask questions things you're curious about because that's the only way you would grow and learn and fail fail forward another question from my lovely sorts of followers is should students oh this was a very interactive topic on the timeline last week so should students take unpaid internships in the summer so this had DTL heated um, and my stance on this is your time is valuable and your time is worth something. So I really find it unfair that in 2018, people are still offering internships that are unpaid. And I completely understand that you are giving valuable experience and, you know, you don't have to be outsourcing somebody to bring them in to intern and all the whole plethora of excuses. But I think when you don't compensate somebody for their for their time, you are indirectly teaching them that their sense of self-worth is less than it actually is. And of course, you know, you don't have to mention it that deep, but when it comes down to the way all human and psychology is integral in all of us, you know, 
And I've had conversations with people where they're afraid to talk about money. They're afraid to speak up on how much they should be paid for something or how much they should be paid on a project or negotiating their salaries. And this is male and female, you know? So indirectly, the psychological impact that unpaid internships can have can last a lifetime, you know? And it will be a series of unlearning to then realize these skills to negotiate and realize that you are valuable, you know, and I actually recently came across this platform that allows you to have apprenticeships with different persons in various industries, and it's really cool. And it's three months, uh, five to ten weeks, five to ten hours, sorry, a week, and it's remote and it's unpaid. So I just wanted to provide a flip side perspective. So I'm not just biased on my opinion. And I was going through the platform and it's an awesome platform, you know, and it's unpaid, but this is literally, it gives you hands-on experience with CEOs and all these different people and industries based on what you want to know about, know more about, sorry. And it kind of gave a different perspective on the whole unpaid internship aspect and because of it being remote and you know you're not having to spend money every day for travel and stipend and and food sorry and these things you know I I could better see somebody going towards that type of opportunity but I think the case differs when you know you have to leave your house and you have to go to the location and you're up and down and you're getting zero compensation that's completely unfair to me and when I have an intern that would never be the case I would want their time to be compensated and if it's a case where I need to be making more revenue for them to be compensated then I would do that but I'm not going to take on somebody to delegate work to one and I can't compensate them for their time nah we throwing away that in 2018 and then another thing I wanted to speak about, this is actually just a topic that came across my mind. It's gratitude. So gratitude and being grateful is interesting because we always say like, thank you and we're so thankful and appreciative and grateful but it's usually when good things happen it's usually when you triumph in something it's usually when somebody helps you out or does a favor for you you know that's when it happens in terms of gratitude but you should find gratitude in the bad things as in find gratitude in failures find gratitude in the nose that you get in life. Find gratitude in the friendships or relationships that didn't work out. Because when you are at peace with those things, those aspects of your life, and you can now define and determine the lessons that it has taught you, 
you can then move on in a way that not just allows you to move on from a situation, but allows you to grow and use that situation as kind of like a sign, a little cautionary sign on your parts of life. And it was an interesting concept to me because I too would be grateful when good things happen. And even in my journal, because I have a passion planner, even in my journal, it says this week, write down the good things that happen. And of course, it's good to write down the positive things that happen. But I think reflecting on the negative things that happen, it allows us to not be constrained by those things or be defined by those things because sometimes we might avoid reflecting on the negative because we don't want to repeat it because you know you could have ptsd from (laughs) negative experiences you don't want to relive those things in your mind but having gratitude and failure is such a necessary aspect not only in life but in being entrepreneurial and reaching your goals in school in relationships because it's a lesson and sometimes it can be extremely hard to see the lesson at first you're just like no this was crap and i never want to deal with it again but there are lessons in everything and it's something that I'm actively learning and practicing and unlearning as well because I would get really frustrated when things just aren't working out and my life has actually been in this period of a limbo because I recently finished university and then now it's like okay the big what's next what you gonna do with your life you know and even though things are happening it's just like not at the pace that I wanted to happen or not everything that I wanted to be as yet and those different things. But I'm finding gratitude in the failures and the nose because there's something better that is going to come along. There's something better that will happen. And I think having that mindset is powerful. And I know... I know a lot of times we talk about mindsets and energy and all these things. And truly, visualization is super imperative in terms of your goals and your next steps. But action, action is the breadrock, the peanut butter in between the sandwich of everything. You need action to go along with those things. So I just want to remind everybody, just be grateful. Be grateful for your wins. Be grateful for your failures. And use it as a motivator to continue. Because you've already overcome so much and done so much. And you will do so much more. So I just want to end the podcast with a small quote so this is actually from a book I'm currently reading because you know guys I love books (laughs) and here it is either you control your destiny 
or your destiny will control you. Life won't stop for your pauses and procrastinations. It won't stop for your confusion or fear. It will continue right along without you. Whether you play an active part or not, the show will go on. That's why one of the first personal assertions I teach is I am willing. And that part in the book I'm reading, it really stuck with me because I am willing is so powerful. I'm willing to change. I'm willing to improve. I'm willing to take the next step. It's so powerful. You know, and words have so much power and meaning because you see what words can do on Twitter. Words like decimate trolls and decimate people. But words can uplift and words can set things in motion. For anybody wondering which book was that, it's called, ooh, this is supposed to be a PG podcast, but it's On F Yourself, <laughs> Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life by Gary John Bishop, for anyone interested in reading the book. And I just want to thank everybody for listening this week and get ready for some more interactive podcasts because I'm going to have some features coming soon from some of your favorites for them to share their own experiences. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Please, if you can, don't forget to subscribe on the Apple Podcast and leave a review. I'll definitely read it and give you feedback. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast.